So whether you are flat or flying, you can and will bounce through the artist's life better by letting your one person, even if it's a friend for now, know what helps. Ready to go learn how to live healthier, wealthier and wiser as an artist in showbiz? Hey, I'm Lara Bianca Pilcher. I'm crazy about helping artists to live out their creative dreams and nurture themselves at the foundation of their creative career. I'm an artist and actor and showbiz educator with over 20 years in the arts and entertainment industry in London, Australia and now Atlanta, USA. I'm here to show you how to navigate this topsy-turvy world called showbiz, uncover the secrets of success, unlocking the powerful artist you are. I've done a lot, performed, worked in TV, film, radio, stage, produced, directed, choreographed, acting, singing, voice work, musical theatre, dance company, toured, moved, casting, auditioned, self-tape, teaching, press, critics, branding, marketing, side hustles and all the hoo-ha while maintaining a happy marriage with two gorgeous kids. And there will only be real talk here, friends. Think of this podcast as a masterclass in helping you build your creative career while also learning how to holistically navigate the artist's life. This is the Healthy, Wealthy, Wise Artist Podcast. Well, here's a fun topic. Three tips for relationships with artists. And of course, I'm coming from the perspective of a performer. You know, I'm going to give you a vulnerable look here at the flat or flying life of being a performer and in a romantic relationship. For me, I'm coming from the perspective of a successful marriage over 15 years and counting, two kids now as well of what it's like to be married to me for my husband. And of course, I've asked him for his feedback. But also I'm taking the things that he does from our romantic life that actually help me navigate the flat and flying seasons of being a performer. You know, the auditions when I crash because it didn't work out or whatever it is. I'm going to start with sharing a true story. (laughs) Friday just passed and I've completed two acting audition self-tapes and it took me the whole day because you guys know that, right? It takes a long time to get your hair, makeup done and set up everything. I'm done. And an early night it is for me. I just crash Friday night. I am no company. Saturday morning arises and I'm suddenly craving adventure because, you know, I achieved something. Yay. So the energy comes. And I declare to my husband and two kids, let's go to the lake now. Because we were living in California at the time. It's a beautiful lake, Whiskey Town Lake. And I'm like, let's go now. Like literally now before I change my mind. And the announcement is followed by 20 minutes of flurry as we load up the car. And everyone wanted to go because it's a great thing to do on a Saturday. And But the thing is, is this is common in our home. I'm wild, spontaneous, mega adventurous. And many creatives are. And the downside is that I get bored easily and want everything to be fun. Do I have a witness? (laughs) My husband is married to a performing artist and most performers work freelance, project-driven careers, which means frequent change is our normal. And it means that we're wired for frequent change. It means that performers are brave enough to live this way. You guys are brave if this is what you're pursuing. Performers are wild enough to risk against all odds following their creative dreams. It's not for every personality and it's not for the faint of heart. So I'm going to share with you my three tips for relationships with artists. Now, I know that not all creative artists and dreamers and performers are like this, but I have learned that these wild and easily bored sides do make up the artistic DNA, so to speak, of many performers and other career artists. What I love is that my husband is my biggest fan, gift and support. 
truth, you know, truth bomb. Being a professional actor and performer for me used to be a roller coaster emotionally. I have learned a new approach to my career since then. But, you know, throwback to our London days before kids, I was training hard and auditioning, hustling, and I got my first major rejection. The kind you get when your heart is totally set on the role or job, and I was knocked flat because I was so new to that at this level. I'd only just moved to London. You know, the pain was unbearable and the shame storm beyond measure. Why did I tell everyone that I was up for this big opportunity? Because why doing that? <laughs> you tell everyone, yeah, you've got this thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then every single one of those people, when you don't get it, oops, I shouldn't have told you because now I have to tell you that I, what feels like failure, but it's actually not. It's just they go in a different direction. And that's something we need to learn. <laughs> so how does a relationship handle the challenges of hope and the crash if hope is deferred? A lot of artists struggle with depression because, you know, we often feel like we need to perform. Like, have you ever been in the room with other performers? It, I mean, seriously. I remember my year uh, teaching in California. I sat in the room watching all the actors for a minute in a social event and I went, wow, is that what we're like? And I think it's something that, you know, we learn to do is that we are switched on most of the time and we often don't share what's really going on for us because we're so used to performing. And that's something we need to learn how to not do. Learn when to perform and when not to perform. So here are my three tips for relationships with artists. You will probably want to be in one. You are in one. I don't think there's anybody that this isn't relevant for, <laughs> for whatever season, whether you're heading towards it or you're already, already in it. So relationship one from my life is when I'm going through a hard time, I want my husband to remind me of who I am. My husband loves me in this place of audition and casting rejection, just as I am. You know, he'll bring me a cup of coffee with a milk-drizzled love heart in the foam and he reminds me of who I am. He reminds me of how he sees me, talented, capable, beautiful and worthy of trying again. If you're not in a relationship, you know, that's something you can teach when you get into a relationship or you you know you don't have this you teach them what you need i think it's important it's not my husband didn't just suddenly learn he's learned over many years and i've also communicated what i need when i'm in those places we don't need to be fixed we just need to be loved and reassured in this place you know relationship two is that he lets me grieve and heal in my own time my husband lets me grieve the opportunities i don't book he doesn't try to push me out of the pain cheer me up he just understands it's a process you know I bounce back every time a romantic relationship with a driven performer is one big adventure at least it is for me and my husband he prefers actually the excitement that I bring into our lives over the alternative whatever that might mean he likes being married to the adventurous bubbly person that I am so that's helpful relationship tip three love and believe in them so that means for me that my husband loves and believes in me. I have learned that in these places, we don't need the whole world to believe in us. We just need one deeply trustworthy person to love and believe in us. And I hope you can teach your partner and all your friends to sit with you in these disappointments and remind you of who you are while quietly 
allowing the storm to pass because it will. And the other side of this is that when I have a huge success, my hubby is right there again to hug me and celebrate with me. And you know what? I don't always do celebrations well. Something I'm working on because I'm so driven for the next thing all the time as many performers are if you're in an arts market and really going for it. And I just want to say that on that point, I have noticed a difference in the vibe of artists depending on where I live. If you go to a place like London or New York or LA or Atlanta, there are a, a breed of performers that literally have moved there to make it as an artist. And that kind of energy and hustle and push, I mean, you'll meet a lot of people like you in these markets. But I've learned that there's quite a difference when I've been in smaller arts markets that don't have the volume of work um, to, to the other ones. So, you know, what? often I'm talking about coming from a place where, you know, really is like a, you're full time. You're doing this full time. It's not a hobby. So the main thing I want to say on that is to learn to celebrate before you move to the next goal. Celebrate the milestones. You know, even if you don't book it, celebrate. I think it's really important that we learn to recognize the achievement it is to actually get a tape in to do an audition to it's a lot of work and a lot of skill involved in just that so there you have my three tips for relationships with artists obviously I could say a lot more you can always book a coaching session with me if you're struggling on this just head to larabiancapilcha.com happy to spend time with my listeners and you know You can have a happy relationship as a driven artist like I do also. So whether you are flat or flying, you can and will bounce through the artist's life better by letting your one person, even if it's a friend for now, know what helps. Heck, you could even give them a list rolled up in a bottle, I'm being serious, or in a jar with a cute label saying break in the state of an emotional emergency with what to do. Don't assume that your partners, and I say that because you might be married or you might be girlfriend-boyfriend, so it's just easier, and you've got to teach them how to treat you. That's relationships. Don't ever assume that they will just know how, especially with performers, because it's unique. There's a lot more roller coasters involved. (laughs) Anyway, I'm with you on the journey, friends. Head to my social media, larabiancapilcha.com, and leave a comment. If you need any further help or you want to comment on today's episode in any way, I would love to hear from you. And I always respond or DM. If you go to larabiancapilcha.com also, you can get some affirmations that are really helpful. It's free. There's a freebie there. Just find the freebie on my website, larabiancapilcha.com, and you can print them out and stick them on your mirror. And it's like when you are feeling low, they're affirmations particularly designed that I say as well myself for creatives, for artists that might help you just to remember who you are if there's nobody there to say it for you or you want to give it to your partner. Anyway, friends, with you on the journey and until next time, bye. Phew, today's masterclass is done. I love reaching back and saying I've done this and helping you learn the easy way. If you want more, head to larabiancapilcher.com for show notes, links, freebies, my blog, coaching and courses. And you can also head to my socials, larabiancapilcher on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on Twitter and Pinterest. Thanks again for listening. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the world to me and I'll give you a shout out. And of course, keep on living the healthy, wealthy, wise 
artist living towards your dream life. Bye friends. Hey, on my Facebook there is a Healthy Wealthy Wise Artist group made up of a tribe of artists seeking to live the Healthy Wealthy Wise Artist life. They ask each other questions and throw around ideas. You can join the Healthy Wealthy Wise Artist Community private Facebook group at Lara Bianca Pilcher on Facebook under groups. P.S. Shout out to my hottie hubby, Andrew Pilcher, who does all the editing on this podcast.